0: In our Valentine's Day episode, we explore the magic of love charms, spells, and potions, and how a bowl of rice, an amulet, or even a tattoo can win you the one of your dreams. Supernatural.
1: Is anyone here? Confisions. Can you just give us a sign?
0: Supernatural. Supernatural confessions Welcome back to Supernatural Confessions. My name is Tim O, oh, and yes, we are back with another installment. Joining me tonight once again, Eugene Tay. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing a-okay, my friend. How are you doing?
0: Doing very, very good. All excited because love is in the air. Tonight is the Valentine's episode. And of course, Valentine's Day is always associated with love. And I think some of the, the best stories throughout the history of man involve love. And sometimes they involve other emotions as well, like fear. And that's why you get all these stories about spirits who come back to haunt their ex-lovers and just cannot let
1: go. Actually, you talk about love. And uh, in my field... I experienced a lot of jealousy during this season. Really? The highest request during the Valentine's Day period from people is love and sex magic.
0: Okay, you're talking about uh, amulets? Are you talking about charms? Are you talking about spells?
1: I'm talking about a whole nine yards. We have love spells, uh, incantations, objects, figurines, oil, anything that you can pretty much find in the supernatural world, mm-hmm. the love magic has it. It's like... You know, you have You have many different Verticals of supernatural But love magic Is the one that Everyone goes for Even if they are not Practitioners
0: Have you ever tried A love spell Or an amulet
1: I was offered an amulet mm. To try I'll be honest with you I tried it mm-hmm. I did it really work? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get like You know Like a deluge Of women Throwing themselves at me No I, It's just a normal day I think the only thing That happened Was mm. it gave me A little bit more confidence It's almost like Because I had it In my pocket I feel that Yeah you know If I go And talk to that girl She's never gonna reject me Because I've got powers Alright so almost Like a placebo you think Yeah That was a placebo for me mm. But on the other hand I have uh, People who I've known Spoken to personally who have shared their stories with me and it works for them so i'm going to share this with you today as well
0: okay so
1: this episode is all about love charms spells potions i'm going to start off with something uh, innocent very hollywood style if you just go online you search love potions and love spells majority of the the finds that you would appear on your search engine is more of the pagan or the weakened style of love potions. Mm. Um, we say it's pagan and weakened. It's practiced here in Asia as well, but more so in America or in the western side of the world. Okay. Um, there are many different variations of love potions, love oil, but all of them, um, you can basically streamline them down into using of crystals, using of roses, rose quartz, rose uh, rose petals, And the most important part about any of the weakened spell is Mm. to infuse your intention into the oil or into the candle or share your intention into the universe and allow the universe to work its magic for you. Alright, so not necessarily
0: into something that has to be consumed by the person of interest. No,
1: the Wiccan magic or the witchcraft uh, is actually very mild compared to the Asian magic or the black magic level. It's 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 about if you love, he'll love you back. Very white, you know, not a not black style. Alright, and it's interesting that you say because I did a
0: little bit of a uh, Google search, okay, and I came across this article called 20 Love Spells to Make Someone Fall Deeply in Love with You, alright? And, you know, I'll leave it to to you, how seriously you want to actually take this? Because when I read this, I had my doubts, okay? So you can tell me whether or not I'm just being a little too cynical. Now, one is called the pomegranate love spell. Alright, and it reads like this: take an apple or a pomegranate for this spell, and as you hold it in your hand, you must chant out the spell. The spell is Munus Sixiga Agbaraye then you're supposed to take this pomegranate to the woman who you love and then you must let her eat it or drink the juice and then she will come for you when you are done with this magic
1: does this sound like just a bunch of hokey to you? (laughs) it does Uh, but then again when I've been reading up on the other love spell, they all sound quite funny to me. Like okay. there's, there's this one where the ritual should be only performed on a Friday night during the waxing crescent moon. You burn the incense, arrange three pink candles so they form a triangle, place the white candle in the middle of the triangle, kneel down in front of the candles, spread out the rose petals and light the candles around them. Okay. Then you have to chant something and mm. that's all it takes. Ah,
0: okay. Well, the, the second one that I'm going to read out is called the Yogurt Facial. <laughs> yes, you heard it right. It involves yogurt to get someone to fall in love with you. And I'm not talking about frolic, I'm not talking about yummy yogurt either, okay? Now, the Yogurt Facial, it sounds more like a beauty tip, alright? But it is a spell for winning the heart of your beloved. You need to begin the spell by lighting candles and incense. Wash your face with warm water and pat dry. Then apply some beaten thick yogurt on your face. And while applying the yogurt, you have to chant. Wholesome food of the Ancient Ones, ease my tension. Nourish my spirit and my skin and make me fresh again. Blessed be. Then you gotta let it stay on your face for at least 10 minutes and while you're waiting you can soak in your bathtub. Wash it off with cold water and pat it dry. You will then see your skin glowing and you'll find yourself beautiful enough to attract attention. And by the way, you can also use this to treat sunburn. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, I, I've got a better spell for you to do. It requires a bit of uh, physical okay. activity. Like getting your ass to the gym, working out, and if you're a lady, wear a privilege bearing <laughs> dress. And a, you know, it's going to work the same way. Okay, all right. <laughs> We're in Singapore. You may or may not be a believer in magic, but you would have definitely heard of something called the Nasi Kang, kang.
0: Okay, so from my understanding, Nasi Kang, kang is kind of like a love trap all right to bewitch a man who you are in love with and get him to fall head over heels with you and it really involves a bowl of rice
1: (laughs) how the spell would work is you cook a pot of rice right then you know when the steam is coming up Mm. you would straddle the pot of rice and you let the steam reach up to your vagina Mm. and you start to sweat and let the sweat drip into the rice that does not sound hygienic at all bro no it doesn't but apparently it works and you serve the rice to the man and he'll oh love it and he'll love you is there any particular rice you can use can you use
0: chicken rice if you're in thailand can i use pineapple rice or does it have to be white rice
1: they didn't really say what kind of rice i guess it's you just have to cook the rice Okay And if I don't have that Can I use cereal? Good question, Tim What if you are Italian? Will you work on pasta as well? Like a <laughs> Risotto can, can You guys try it out On your loved ones And let us know if it works
0: Although if we're thinking Of using porridge, right? It might not be water That's making it wet
1: Oh, bubo kangkang. <laughs> the more extreme ones even suggested that the lady should put her used tampon into the rice. Oh, God. Wow. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there, is, there, there, there is a movie on this, actually, Nasik kankan. You guys can go Google it. Alright,
0: but have you heard of actually of people actually doing I mean, sure, we laugh about this, but have you ever heard of people actually doing this?
1: No. I even talked to a few ustads myself. They said they have all heard about it, but they have not met anyone personally who has tried it out or requested for them to teach them how to do it.
0: Okay, so if you're listening in and you're going, Oh, I've actually tried it. Oh, I know of someone who's done it. Well, please tell us if whether or not this actually worked, okay?
1: Next one. Okay, this is for the men. Mm. I was in BMT And you know in BMT The shower stalls Have no doors
0: hmm.
1: Right you see each other Showering There's this one guy Around his waist There is a thread And a wooden penis Hanging on his waist He wears it like a belt Yeah Correct right, okay. And it would hang Like right right above Where the pubes is Alright Obviously you know 12 guys in a bunk We look at him And he's like Dude what is that You know <laughs> Yeah Like he actually Explained to me This is uh, a Thai magic um, And it would help him Get an erection or help him actually when he walked out women will look at him and get extracted to him because he has this manly vibe and aura around him was he a good-looking guy no not at all but he wasn't ugly either you know what i mean mm. and then again at the bmt everyone just both out look alike with their face not teenagers at 18 years old no one actually looked good right. in that style okay. so but i wouldn't consider him ugly to the point where he wouldn't be able to Get a woman on his own effort. So what did he tell you about getting it? He says that every weekend after they book out, he would go to Thai bars and everything, and he would get women who are working girls, by the way, mm-hmm. who would sleep with him at no charge. In fact, they would sometimes take care of him. Wow! So he totally believes in this. Okay. So and and he of course
0: attributes all of this to this uh, amulet that he wears around his waist
1: yeah and i believe it's called a paladik i should you know it's p-a-l-a-d-k-i-k paladik okay i was gonna say isn't it a wooden dick <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and did he tell you where to get one i'm sure all your your bunkmates were all very interested in picking one up as well
1: right no no the, the, the truth is we're gonna have a problem explaining to our girls when we are sleeping with them like hey you are sleeping with me now probably because i have this wooden dick Okay. On my real dick. So none of us wanted that but I believe he got it from I'll go to mile. Okay, so while we're on the topic of amulets, right, and those, uh,
0: those of the Thai variety, um, mm. I was doing a bit of reading as well, and you can tell me exactly how uh, accurate this is, okay? Uh, when it comes to amulets, uh, apparently many of them uh, involves the summoning of spirits or ghosts into these yeah. amulets, which are usually mm-hmm. shaped in the form of a deity, and they're typically worn as a form of protection. Uh, these spirits have been enslaved by the amulet wearers, uh, and they are instructed to help their masters in various ways for instance uh, increasing their wealth or even improving their love life as well now many of these amulets are sometimes infused with body parts like a bone hair or even a fetus as well and we're told this is actually what makes a lot of these items very illegal now the strength of the amulet depends on the spell that is chanted as well as the thoughts that are being channeled as well but here is the catch all right like pets or animals these spirits need to be looked after and they need to be showered with attention and if not they may feel neglected and they can end up hurting their master and now how do you appease this uh, spirit in the amulet not necessarily with money or food uh, just attention maybe repaid in merit sometimes they say just by doing good things like making donations to charity in the name of the spirit can actually uh, satisfy them to to the extent where they carry on helping you does this align with what you know about amulets?
1: Yeah, but I think that's only part of the truth about amulets. The power of the amulets actually depends very largely on the master who cast the spell into the amulet and the authenticity of the ingredients in the amulet itself. Mm. These days, like you mentioned, uh, it's very hard to get real fetuses, mm. um, you know, real skull fragments of the dead. Uh, but in Northern Thailand, it is a very popular uh, style of magic, mm. black magic in Asia. One of the members that we have in Supernatural Confessions, I actually met up with him. Uh, I'm not going to reveal his name, but he showed me his tattoo on his thigh. Okay, so just like amulets, you can actually have a spell tattooed onto your body. They all work the same way and in tandem. Hmm. You can have an amulet, Mm -hmm. but you can also have a tattooed version of the amulet deity on your thigh. But I assume this is then a little bit more permanent, right?
0: Because you can always remove an amulet, but you can't remove a tattoo.
1: So I asked the guy the same thing. I like, why would you want to tattoo yourself if you can just carry an amulet? Right. He says The amulet And he showed me A picture of him Holding the very Large amulet It's not something That would be Very convenient For you to bring out
0: Does it have to be A a large amulet Can't you just uh, You know Channel a spirit Or channel the magic Into something smaller
1: That particular amulet Needed a lot more Ingredient Hmm. So that's why That particular size Is the smallest It can be Okay So if
0: you need Ingredients for A specific effect Will you still Get the same effect If you use a
1: tattoo In fact you must Have the amulet At home Then you have the tattoo And it connects it's like it sinks in together if you only have the tattoo without the amulet Mm. it's not as powerful it's not as permanent the amulet is where it houses the spirit Mm. the tattoo is where when you go out of the house you can invite the spirit to go with you, so it's a, it's like a temporary uh, holding area for the spirit. When you go home, the spirit goes back into the amulet again. Okay, so
0: all these things are basically charms, right? So, uh, who determines and what determines uh, what form that this charm takes? Whether or not it's an amulet, whether or not it's a tattoo, whether it's a you know a wooden dick.
1: It depends on the ajan. Like I spoke to a few ajan's and asked them about their way of doing this magic. Right, mm-hmm. different ajan's have a different style of doing it and that is why when you go into some of those dark net underground forums they have preferred ajans because somebody will come out and claim oh this ajan has helped me win 4D this ajan has helped me found the love of my life and everyone will start flocking to that particular ajan it's a bit like when when someone said I want 4D from this 4D shop next week you find that 4D shop have a very long queue Okay. Right. So if you ask me if there is one size fit all style of creating this ritual, mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. But the style of doing it, like if it's an amulet, if it's a tattoo, all these are very common in the Thai uh, northern practice for black magic. I see. Or oh. magic. Yeah, it doesn't have to be black magic. The Thai people do not consider this black magic. It is us, the audience, who oh, yes. don't know enough about this magic, we consider it black magic. Uh, but in Ishan area, like this, is very common practice. Almost a lot of Ajans are able to do this for you.
0: Okay. And what is the price you have to pay? Whether or not it's in money or something else?
1: No. Usually the price, uh, we would think that is, you know, you gotta sacrifice a yeah. newborn child, your uh, soul. No. Uh, there's not. There's your no sacrifices. Left ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is. There's no sacrificing of left ball. There's no sacrificing <laughs> of soul. No blood magic. Nothing. Okay. The, the hardest part to even get there, that the cost I would say, is to be able to build a relationship with a non-English speaking Thai monk hmm. who can then trust you enough to refer you to an arjan that can conduct the magic for you, hmm. that is not bullshitting you and trying to scam you off money.
0: Okay, so the monks can't do this for you, they have to refer you to an arjan.
1: Yes But the monks and the Ajans Do work closely together Because the monks need money To run the temple as well So what the monks do is Sometimes they will resell The Ajans' amulet To make some money for the temple
0: I see Okay Alright well back to our story Of our friend with the uh, The tattoo on his tie What was the tattoo of? So he pulled down his jeans right Mm. And Hang on hang on Is that usually how meetings with you happen? Like somewhere (laughs) During the course of dinner The guy just pulls down his
1: jeans my love spell must be working <laughs> on the wrong target. Okay. No, he he was he, you know bless his heart. He was very forthcoming with a lot of details with photographs on his phone. He wasn't holding anything back. Mm. He wanted to share, uh, but he also said, "I'm just learning. Please don't quote me. I want to share with you. I know how interested you are in this, but I'm not a master. I'm only sharing with you what I've gone through. So I can respect that. He's not okay. trying to bullshit me or sell me anything. Mm. Uh, and then he talked by his tattoo. I said, "Can I see it?". So he pulled down his pants and now he was wearing boxes so it's not like where, where, where was this by the way? Just out of curiosity A
0: coffee shop A hawker centre It's at Kofu Coffee Shop Oh my god hours. You were out in public and you had this guy just pull out his jeans for you
1: it was at night last, so it was not that crowded, but you know, he wasn't he didn't really care. He just pulled down and he's quite fit. Okay. He, he's, he's not I okay, so I'll, I'll be I'll be honest with you, right? This is making it sound very suspect, Eugene. He pulled down his <laughs> no, pants no. and you know what he's quite fit. I know how it sounds like, but usually when you hear people who need love spells, you yeah. would immediately assume that they can't get girls on your own. Right. right? Like you must be ugly, fat, cannot make it, that's why you need a spell to get to get late. Mm. But when he arrived He sat down I was like Okay I was checking him out Like okay you know. <laughs> He looks okay You know He's 30 plus You know Well built Not yep. No no punch uh, Dressed up well Wear jeans Okay What's wrong with this guy Wait, he's in a love spell So I found out That His wife cheated on him With another man hmm. And Because of that He, he had a self esteem problem And His wife divorced him And She was Not Polite to him at all She was rude and disrespectful In his face kind of I have another man now F*** you, you're a loser That's what he was facing So he took a toll On his self-esteem So he couldn't meet Any more girls He couldn't go out there Because he just didn't know How to date Okay And he started off With just one amulet And the amulet worked He went out um, I believe to a Thai disco as well Or some disco And he he managed to get girls Who want to sleep with him And he was extremely surprised So he started you know, researching more on all these artifacts, started getting addicted to it, and he even tattooed. And I'm, I'm not bluffing you. I, I, saw this on his leg. What was his tattoo on his leg? He tattooed a giant dick on his leg. It was, it was a figure, <sighs> a male figure, right. with an elongated penis that is bigger than itself, okay. and the figure is hugging the dick. <laughs> 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 you <laughs> laugh, but he was extremely serious <laughs> about it. Uh, okay, alright.
0: <laughs> okay, so basically, beneath his pants, on his leg, I'm assuming his upper thigh, he has a tattoo of a penis. Mm-hmm. Actually, he has a tattoo of a f- human figure
1: hugging a giant penis. And <laughs> Do you know how this sounds? I, I, a lot of things in Thai magic sounds weird until it works on you. So how it works is very simple, he says. He invites a spirit into his, his tattoo. When he goes out, he likes a girl. He don't even need his amulet. He just taps his tie mm-hmm. and the magic will take effect.
0: Okay. So I, I got a question. Um, if uh, he could invite a spirit into a tattoo, Why did it have to be that tattoo, bro? It could have been a tattoo of anything. Why did it have to be a tattoo
1: of a human figure hugging a giant dick? Because that that human figure with a giant dick is the image of that entity. It's like saying I'm trying to infuse a deity or a ghost into an object, but... No, it has to have a connection I suppose So maybe that's why Was I? Didn't, no look When a man pulls off his pants And shows me his tattoo I'm not going to ask so many questions I just want him to pull his pants back up <laughs> Alright Was it A well drawn Tattoo uh, It looked Better than An artwork on the back of a toilet door
0: Okay Do you think a child Could have drawn it yeah, a very artistic child could draw it <laughs> dude that's a bit of a risk okay no. no seriously it's a bit of a risk you know yes I know maybe you really want love in your life you want to have this this power this very attractive power of seducing women uh, but you know what if it didn't work you're just a goon with a dick tattoo on your leg that's really at the end of the day that's what you'll be if it didn't actually work I mean I'm glad it worked I'm I'm really based on how you described uh, his life to me I mean I've feel bad for the guy very sympathetic I'm glad he is much happier now than he was before and that he found something that worked for him but seriously it's a tattoo
1: of a guy hugging a dick but to be fair, he didn't tattoo the giant dick as his first go-to solution. He had the amulet. It worked for him. So he was then motivated to put... The so why didn't he just stick with the amulet? Because he says it's very hard to go out with such a big amulet. And the other amulet he we're talking about, right, he's having, it's not a small one you wear around the neck, you know. It's a big mask, a golden mask that you put on a mantle at home.
0: Okay, so... Quick question, Eugene. Yeah. Between... A giant mask and a tattoo of a dick on your leg, what would you have chosen?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't choose to go with any of this. I, as much no, no, as no, no, I'm no, doing- no, 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 That's not an option. That, that is not an option. The only two options are giant mask
0: or tattoo of a figure hugging a dick on your leg.
1: I would go with a tattoo of a man hugging a dick on my leg, honestly. Really? Because I have seen the amulet and it's not something you want to bring out. I don't care, bro. I would have a giant backpack. I would have a giant trolley. I would wheel
0: that mofo around all over the place. No matter how big and heavy it was, there is no way I would have tattooed (laughs) a
1: man hugging a giant dick on the inside of my thigh. So if I had a giant dick on my thigh and I changed my mind later on, I'm going to get it re-tattooed to a 70s peanut girl hugging a rocket. It looks cool. No, but then you see your spirit, right, would not uh, be aligned with that particular picture. I mean, this is assuming that i got gotten late enough times and I found a love of my life. And I don't need it anymore. Then <laughs> exactly. I'm going to re it. So well, what is he going to do once he finds the love of his life? Tattoo it to a Santa spin-up girl hugging a rocket? <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. Okay, alright. So he's very, very happy with his uh, his choice of ink. Mm. And his amulet, he says that uh, the guy that he went to, the Ajahn, found, bought rather, um, fetuses from a black market dealer from children who had just passed away in the villages. So he knows his amulet is the real deal because he was there to see how it's done. How, how do they get the uh, fetuses, by the way? In Thailand, there is actually a market for it. Uh, the villages, the rural area... Is it an illegal market? It is illegal in the eye of the law because you're not supposed to trade corpses but to a rural villager who has a seventh kid who passed away or newborn who died still birth they are going to get paid ten thousand 000 uh, thai baht to sell their their dead fetus they're going to take the money they're not going to think twice about it because it's a tradition for them what happens to the spirit of this child uh they are at the mercy of the ajan who would use spell to bind their soul into the artifact So the idea which is what a lot of practitioners believe is that is why you need to treat these spirits, these artifacts with a lot of respect and love. You don't abuse them because they believe that there is a soul within this artifact.
0: Alright so in other words, your friend with the penis on his leg, his tattoo contains a spirit of a fetus who can no longer ascend to wherever spirits ascend to but is now trapped forever on his inner thigh to help him get laid.
1: Do you know how that sounds? (laughs) Well, I do think of it that way. Mm. See, that is why when it comes to supernatural stuff, when we just reduce it to a one-liner, it always becomes like a joke, or it always becomes something that is weird. Yeah. You know, but when you spend time to sit down to talk to these people, you realize that their belief in it is so strong and your the, journey is so real that you begin to forget how weird it sounds. Yeah. But there are easier ways. If you're not into tattoos on legs and carrying around big amulets... Mm. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention the name of uh, that deity. Oh, or right. Rather, this kind of amulet. It's called Inku. I-N-N-K-O-O. Go and check it out. It's known for uh, having a sex appeal and attraction to... The opposite sex And okay. it works Like people who bought it They really say it works And there's, there's actually a chant to it You have to chant this line hmm. uh, Nine times And then blow into the Inku amulet For it to take effect okay. I'm not, I'm not going to read it out uh, online You can go and just google it okay. But an easier way And also um, proven to be extremely potent Is the Naman Pry. Okay. So Naman Pry is a very popular Thai oil uh, and it's supposed to come from the chin of a woman who died very young. Mm. So, when you bury the corpse, you would dig out the corpse at night, the priest would go down and light a candle under her chin and collect the oil from the chin. Okay. This is, in English, it's called a chin oil. Right. Uh, do we really usually have oil coming out of our chin? Apparently so. I'm not about to try it. But okay. uh, that, the, the Namat Phraya is something that is very, very common. Mm. Uh, And it's extremely potent Everyone who has tried it Said that it works Okay Mm. And this is even more potent Than the tattoo one Because you don't even need A tattoo You don't even need An amulet It's all in that oil But to get a genuine uh, Corpse oil Is not easy Because Mm. a lot of people will sell you fake oil And you wouldn't know Right The idea is You just rub it on your finger And you walk past a woman You just touch her with it It's on her skin Mm. She don't even need to know you The minute the oil is on her skin And you send an intention over And says look at me She'll look at you And she'll fall in love What if you were to Tattoo the oil on yourself People do that as well They tattoo uh, on their body With uh, um, scriptures And they infuse it with uh, Corpse oil
0: Mm, Okay
1: so tattoo is very common in Thailand. It's 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 almost like everything has a tattoo. Okay. If you don't tattoo in your body, you can tattoo on uh, uh, metal pieces and roll it up and put it inside your amulet. It it works that way. It's ah. it's like a it's a spell, right? Right. Uh the other way is to pour it into someone's drink and make her drink it. And straight away, the minute she drinks it, it's the hardest thing to break. Like you cannot break a spell if someone drinks the corpse oil. Wow. Which comes to the story about my friend who can't get his dick up. Wow, you have met a lot of interesting people, haven't you? Yeah, but he knows that it is not an erectile dysfunction because it works perfectly fine mm-hmm. when he's with her. His wife now, and then girlfriend, he believed was the one who would put a spell on him. Now, he's a playboy. He would go down to Thailand every so often with his you know wealth and then he would just find Thai girlfriends and have sex with them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one particular girl, Uh, he met and she says do you love me he says oh yes I love you I want to be with you forever and she's like oh and Thai girls uh, when they come from the rural area Mm. they're actually very faithful and loyal if you tell them you love them they would be very faithful to you okay Uh, but he obviously said I love you just to get laid Mm. after a while he realized that he keeps going back to only her and no one else He didn't realize it at first because he felt that, you know, she gives good sex. So obviously I go back to her. And bit by bit, he realized that when he comes back to Singapore or away from her, he's no longer interested in anybody else, which is very unlikely for him because this guy, his life goal is to have sex with as many girls as possible. Right. But for him to come back and, you know, in a matter of months, maybe up to six months and realize that he has no sexual attraction to anybody else Mm. except her. Okay. and he tried not for the lack of trying because his conscious mind tells him I'm not the kind of guy who wants to settle down I want to f-. and he would will himself to get an erection but when he goes out with a girl and when it comes down to doing the deed it's flaccid it, wow. he can't get it up okay. no matter how much he fantasizes close his eyes and try to get it up okay. he could only
0: think of her okay so did he ever confront this a girl and to find out whether or not she really did cast a um, flaccid inducing
1: spell on him he didn't want to confront her first because if he did then she would know that he has been trying to slip around right, right? so he obviously asked for help from people who are into Thai magic mm. and a few masters that he went to said the Thai magic that she has cast on you is so strong we can't break it you wow. have been inducing this corpse oil into your body For many, many months already She's not done it once She's been feeding you slowly Over the six months So they actually told him That it involved corpse oil And that she had been Putting it in him Does he know how She fed it to him? He would guess But through food Through drinks uh, Or even It's so easy You can rub it on them You can feed them with it And if he's been Spending six months with her Even if he goes back Once a week Or once a fortnight It's enough for him To just You know Start falling deeper And deeper into the spell And can't get out of it Alright Does he love this girl? Or is it just artificial? Supernatural induced? He can't tell that anymore. He can't tell the difference anymore. Okay. Because as men, we sometimes think with our dicks. Like, if I can only be aroused by one woman, hmm. and then over time, I'm just going to believe that that woman is the one for me. I mean, the fact that they are now married with kids, I guess it worked out for her and him. Oh, wow. This actually reminds
0: me of a, uh, let's just call it an artistic movie called Detachable Penis where there was this woman who was so tired of her of her husband cheating on her found a way to actually remove it from his body so that he couldn't sleep with other people <laughs> once again big great show <laughs> well it was a kind of show that's why I said um, an artistic motion picture okay
1: do we have to be creative to find it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright moving from
1: Thailand to Cambodia a very different type of magic yes Hmm. Uh, this is known as the pragnan. Pragnan mm. is not so much a ghost as it is a nature spirit. You would compare a pragnan entity to the Malay jinn. Yeah, they are not malicious or you know uh, benevolent. They are just a very neutral entity that you can use to help you in life. And mm. depends on how you are, your intent, they can either be good or bad. Okay. So the proton is also something that you would use to put in your pocket, especially mm-hmm. in your trousers pocket and you will attract the opposite sex. What is this? It's an amulet? What 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 kind of form is this? P-R-H-R-A-N-G-A-N. If you go and Google it you'll see it's actually a figure hmm. of um, it looks like a Buddha amulet. It looks like but it's not. right. Okay. And it's a curved head and it's red eyes. Oh, okay. So does it look a bit like a demon? If you look at it and you don't know the history of it you would immediately think this is evil. So it can be just
0: a figure on its own or enclosed in a glass locket or something like that.
1: Yes. This is where the Thai magic comes in because how you would create a pragnan it's quite similar to how you create a time unit. You need to put um, some ingredients into the pragnan, mm-hmm. um, like some wooden components with spells, some bone particles, and ash ah, to, to okay. boost the pragnan. Right. And this is only yeah. available in Cambodia? Uh, or Thailand, known for its barangs as well, would mm-hmm. have it. Okay. Singapore, if you go to different shops, they will also have it. It's quite common.
0: A Pranan, all right. Is this a deity or it's basically just a vessel for any passing spirit? that you um, somehow managed to uh, trap inside.
1: No, no, this is not a, this, this is not a passing spirit. This is uh, actually some of the older entities from the mountains. Mm. Uh, they are known to be mountain deities. Okay. And you would invite them to come down into your your Pragnan amulet. Ah, okay. And the, the, the beauty about a Pragnan amulet is it's almost like a all-purpose amulet. It gives you you know, like good 40 luck, good business luck, mm. uh, to ward away, uh, uh, danger, protect yourself. And of course, the most important thing that everyone uses pragnan for is to attract opposite sex. The
0: truth of the matter is, and one of the Guinness is a cynic that's going to come out, well, you know what, if all these things had 100% guaranteed
1: results, then everybody would be a Romeo out there, right? But here's the danger of it, mm. Tim. The people who I spoke to who deals, who dabbles with pragnan and uh, naban Pry to them right it's a 100% hit really? yeah uh and I'm not I'm mean, the only examples I'm giving you is like you know a, a guy here a guy there but the people I know who are actually dabbling with this when I was in reserve is mm. if you're talking about a particular demographic of people the mm. the those who frequent uh, Thai discos right yes. uh, A demographic you know, you know who I'm talking about mm. this sort of barang this sort of amulets it's something that they dabble with very consistently and most of them if not all uh, would attest to a very high degree of success with ladies because of all these things that they have. Because the before and after is mm. very, very stark.
0: Okay. So, where does one get something like this in Singapore?
1: Uh, you would go to a trusted uh, Ajan, a Thai shop, uh, and then you would request for this. Okay. Alright, well... But, it, but, but here's the danger. If you are just a walking customer and he don't know you and have no trust in you, he is not likely to sell you an original, an authentic piece. Okay, so he could be scamming you lah yeah so that's why in this particular field it's very important about who you know and it's not something you can just google online and find it Mm -hmm. there are a lot of shops online that sells this stuff uh, but people who actually bought them online and did a compare and contrast Mm -hmm. told me that uh, a lot of the online shops they are not real they are scammers or they are middlemen who really take a huge chunk of money from you where, where the cost is actually very low I see
0: Okay, well you know a few Ajans maybe you can uh, help us all out here on Supernatural Confessions and then you can get one and you can try and then you can let me know how successful it is
1: I was offered one last year, I didn't take it I, I just, I didn't want to <laughs> Why? What did you think you had to lose? I wasn't thinking so much On the supernatural side of things It's not about losing something Mm -hmm. But if I Actually got This naman Prai Or the Pragnan And my love life Just you know Becomes I become like The playboy of the century Mm -hmm. I then now become Dependent on that Because I'm so You know Drunk On the sexual powers That I may End up leaving my wife I may have You know I break down my family So Even if it works I don't want It to happen To me that way You know I mean it's, It's If you go down that route, you cannot turn back. Who are you and what have you done with my friend Eugene? (laughs) I don't think I've ever
0: heard you sound so noble in my life. But remember, you know, we're not encouraging unfaithfulness here.
1: This is, of course, all in the name of research, right? Yeah, so if you guys want to, you know, do a cover story for us and actually be the one to, uh, you know, put this to the test, let us know. We'll be happy to put you in touch with the right people to get this thing done and we will film you. (laughs) (laughs) for more of those artistic motion
0: pictures.
1: (laughs) Alright, well, of course sometimes
0: when you dabble in the area of supernatural or paranormal and you depend on charms and potions and uh, spells, sure it's great when things go well, but sometimes things go wrong as well, that is the truth, like life, everything goes wrong at some point. So here's a story that I found, now this is a western story, took place over in the US, Okay. Back in 1973, uh, Deborah and Kevin were a young couple in love. Now, they did everything together, and in Deborah's eyes, Kevin was her soulmate. The way he spoke, the way he laughed. In fact, if there was ever a one, you know, some people believe in, you know, oh, he's the one, or she's the one, well, then it was Kevin for her, all right? Mm. Now, one day, Kevin and his brother left on a road trip, and while they were gone, Deborah found out mampus she's pregnant all right so while he was away and you got to remember this was during a time where they had no cell phones right Mm -hmm. so uh while he was on his trip he called her and that was when deborah told him the news now kevin went silent and after he hung up she didn't hear from him for two weeks and she finally got a letter in the mail it was from kevin saying he wasn't coming back Now, Deborah was devastated. She was heartbroken beyond imagination. This is the guy that she loved. She thought he was the one. They were going to have a child together. And then he just left her. And during this time, she came across an article in, of all places, the Reader's Digest on how Mm. to cast the love spell. And she cast this spell every single day for several months. And then one night while she was sleeping on the couch, she suddenly woke up at 6am and she was fully awake. And something told her that kevin was back in town now she didn't know how she knew she just knew so she tried calling his house and as expected he had just returned so they agreed to work things out and they moved in together and shortly after their baby was born but then deborah started noticing changes in kevin he became very stressed he quit his job he started doing drugs alcohol and he spent more and more time away from home When he was home nothing was right he would get paranoid imagine all sorts of things became very distrustful and he was just acting crazy right and basically deborah realized that he just wasn't the same person anymore so they tried to get him psychiatric help but eventually deborah started to suspect that the man she once loved had been possessed by demons Physically, he started to get unrecognizable as well. He emitted a terrible smell. His eyes had dark circles sunk into his head and he looked haunted. So she finally took her kid and she ran away. And her theory is that by casting the love spell, she had invited the demons into him. And every time she cast a spell, because she did this multiple times, right, she would summon a new demon who would take residence in Kevin, and that's why he became the way he
1: did. Hmm. What do you think? You think demon's so free, yeah. Uh? <laughs> you come demon, demon go into his body, nothing else to do. They got holy people to try to corrupt, yeah. to actually make that guy fall in love with you. I, I don't think it's a demon, hmm. uh, but it's not inconceivable that she has actually called upon different entities to enter his body. It could be, right? Uh, but I, I'm quite sure it's not. Demons. Demons don't work that way. Okay.
0: Or do you think that, you know, sometimes this is just the stress that a new dad goes through? I mean, hey, when my kid was born, I also started acting weird, didn't get enough sleep, was a little paranoid at times, and, you know, dark circles, obviously that comes with no sleep, and you
1: kind of get a little crazy, right? Actually, speaking of this, I I do think my wife is possessed, you know? (laughs) No, actually, before marriage and after marriage, no, she's like so short-tempered, short fuse, always screaming at me, you know. And then, like, before that, she was always so loving. That sounds like a different person. Maybe, you know, it could be a... Ah, I don't think so, but, uh, but you're right, you know. Next, you're going to tell me that she got you because <laughs> Nasi Kang Kang, right? <laughs> Hey, now they put this in my head uh, maybe you know no. but you know you and I both are dads right yep. Bef- who we were before and who we are now mm. it's quite different and the whole sunken eyes thing eye bags thing we know we, we look like that now <laughs> yeah exactly right yeah okay. so I, I I like to believe in Hantu and that everything must be the Hantu mm. but I don't think she has summoned multiple demons to his body or that's a supernatural thing okay
0: alright well I also came across this article by uh Uh, a magic practitioner okay who talks about the dangers of relying on spells and charms and potions Mm. and this person says you know ultimately there are forces in this world that can't be created and when it comes to love your best shot is just being yourself okay of course there are ways to conjure up these feelings of attraction but it's basically just an imitation. The same way you have fake Gucci bags, you know, mm. fake branded shoes. So, for example, if you're wondering what it is that you can expect from a love spell uh, to bring back maybe an X or something like that. Yes, if you actually do the spell and you do it right, there is a chance that person will come back to you, right? Mm. But all these spells do is it just plants a seed on your unconscious. It creates a need, a longing that cannot be satisfied unless that object of longing is around. It's not real, the person doesn't really love you. It's just a need for you. Now the danger of this comes when it leads to an obsession. The person starts to become obsessed with you, you know? And obsession without real love is just a craving, isn't it? To make it worse, is sometimes it doesn't necessarily end when you want it. You know, you get someone falls in love with you for the wrong reasons, Eventually, when you don't love this person anymore, then what happens? How are you going to break it off? There
1: are stories like that, you know, when you you love the guy so much, you put a spell on him, but then later on you change your mind. And the guy is suffering, he still loves you and he doesn't know why and he won't let go. He's going to stalk you in your next relationship too. And there are stories like that. Hmm. But the most important thing, I think, the takeaway that I have for everyone who's listening to this uh, podcast and thinking that love spell is the way to go, when you are casting the love spell, I'm not even saying whether it works or not, Right. The person who's casting the spell who's pining for the other person Mm. is putting herself in danger of falling into that psychological trap of obsession yeah if it works and he comes back right you could call it you know send messages to the universe or the spell works you are then now trapped in this belief that the spell works and you have to fulfill it Mm. and if he breaks up with you again and then what Or if you want to move there is a lot of variables in this picture when you're using spells to get what you want so i rather not have to go down that route if i lose someone let it go because getting that person back is not going to be the same anymore
0: yeah and on top of that say you do find success how will you ever know whether or not someone is with you because they truly love you or because of a spell
1: yeah Mm -hmm. that's another one because you'll always be questioning that
0: Yep And Obviously there's a lot of risk To doing these things Because imagine if the spell doesn't work Now you're just a regular dude With a tattoo of a dick on your leg
1: (laughs) You're not gonna let this go
0: are you (laughs) (laughs) I gotta meet this guy One day you gotta introduce us You Seeing is believing And
1: bro Stop meeting people at coffee shops And telling them to take down their pants Hey, I don't ask them to. People meet me and take off their clothes, man. I can't help it. Oh. It's a spell, I tell you. I guess maybe you've got a tattoo too. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and with that said, thank you
0: very much Eugene for sharing with us all these stories and uh, teaching us a little bit more about, once again, love charms, potions, spells, and even tattoos as well.
1: And you're welcome Tim, Glad
0: to be sharing. And if you've enjoyed the show tonight as well, please tell all your friends, let everybody know about Supernatural Confessions, and of course give us us some feedback as well, what you like, what you're not so fond of, maybe an idea of what kind of topics you'd like us to cover in the next installments as well. And once again, to get in on all things supernatural confessions related
1: check us out on supernaturalconfessions.com, and if you are someone who has been using all this love spell and is working for you live us your story as well uh we have a facebook page you can find us
0: there send us your encounters and uh let's just have a chat and build this supernatural confessions community okay until we catch you next my name is Timo, and i'm eugene tay and you're listening to supernatural confessions supernatural confessions Supernatural Supernatural. confessions.